Everyone, so divine to be connecting with you today and I'm officially recording this episode from my new home office which is so exciting and definitely a long time dream for me to have a space that I can record in and work from and a space that I love. So today we're talking an interesting topic, we're talking decision making. Now I know for some this like brings the hairs up on your arms, for others a very natural topic. Let's do it. This is Caitlin DeBeer. And you're listening to The Un Podcast. It's about you. I'm a life coach, motivational speaker, and psychology lecturer. And I'm here to inspire you to love yourself, to love your life, and to want to wake up every morning. Over to today's episode. So, I've got some really cool, I feel, insights into decision making, especially big decisions. And that's what I'm keen to chat about today. So I'm an optimist by nature, but I'm a realist in my heart. But in saying that, I have dreams that even blow my like extremist mind. And then some dreams that I know are for later and may not be for now, despite how big they are. I was brought up to believe that I could be and do anything. Um, it's, It's the mentality of my family, of my parents, and it's something that's deeply ingrained in me. That if I put my mind to something, um, that yeah, no matter what comes my way, that I can make it happen. In saying this, I will never forget I did work experience in grade 11. And um, so that's done in nine. And um, I went to a hospital, to a rural hospital. And I was at that stage determined that I'd become um, a, a doctor. Okay. So, and I laugh now saying that. Anyway, I was determined I'd become a doctor and that I was going to change the world, more specifically Africa, that I'd be this like rural doctor who was changing the world. So went to do work experience. It was a very rural hospital, huge wards, like literally up to like, I can't, I'm going to, I'm going to exaggerate. I tend to exaggerate, but like, like 30 to 90 people. My head goes more towards 90, but huge wards of people and just lots of screaming, lots of shouting, just very, very overwhelming. And on my first day, I had the opportunity to go into theatre and to watch an operation live. And this was mainly due to connections that we had at the, at the hospital as a family. Um, and I went in and they were doing a skin graft on a lady that had just come out of an, ac- uh, an accident. And so she was still awake for the operation. Well, this is at least what I remember. Anyway, this is my dream was shattered within like three seconds. So I'm in the theatre thinking like, wow, sure, so this would be my reality. And next minute I wake up and I'm in the recovery room. <laughs> I'm in the recovery room, not the patient, me. Um, so I'd fainted literally whilst they were like operating and totally through obviously the whole thing because, um, you know, now they've got to be running after me rather than just worrying about their patients. It wasn't that this dream wasn't there. I think the dream was there, but maybe the realism wasn't there. And I've definitely opted for a more realistic way of seeing the world since then, or more so seeing my world. Um, But I still believe that I can do anything that I set my mind to. And I know for others, they might believe the opposite, that they have a very uh, sort of a a lack of, of a belief within themselves, meaning that they believe they can't really do anything. Either way, whether you've got a strong sense of self and you know yourself quite well and believe in yourself or whether you fall on the opposite extreme and you don't believe at all, making decisions is hard for all of us. Knowing which path to choose is incredibly overwhelming. I think for those that are sure of themselves, it's, it does this fit within the future. Um, 
not not do I believe in myself and for those not sure of them maybe do I believe in myself to make this decision but for me despite my very sort of definite um, view of the world and my very strong opinions which I know drive many people mad um, I do find this decision big decision making really hard I think a dream can sometimes seem far off and I know I have many of these and perhaps now isn't the time but perhaps now is the time but making these these sort of big decisions that lead us to um, sort of these pursuing these big dreams can definitely feel overwhelming. So what I want to do is I want to spend the next few minutes, and this episode is going to be short because I really want to make one big point. But I want to chat about a question that H and I came across a few years ago that changed our complete view of how we approach making big decisions. So let's get into it. So. In 2014, H&R had spent a year living in South Korea and teaching. Um, So H had finished his articles at PwC and I had finished all my studying, which I'd done for a long time. And we left Stella Marsh and we went off to Korea. So we'd done a year into our contract. We'd only signed for a year. And we now had to make a decision as to whether to sign again for a second year. Now, a few little elements within this, okay? So we had no jobs to come home to within South Africa. We didn't have kids yet, so there was there was nothing really pulling us back home. We absolutely loved our time in Korea. Like, best year ever kind of loved. We had the best, best time. We had the best friends. It was just the most amazing year of our lives. And now we had to make this decision. So do we stay for another year or do we come home? Now, for us, we, we took all the usual steps that I think, you, you know, normal people would. We wrote even, you know, lists, pros and con lists. We um, chatted through it a number of times. We got people's opinions. But every single time, we both came back to the same point where we felt like both options held as much weight as the other. It was as if one just couldn't win. And it wasn't, it was like, it wasn't one of us against the other. We both just literally could not decide what the best move was. We chatted about it over and over and over again. And then one day we remembered we were getting close to like the time when we had to make the decision to sign or not sign. And we remembered an old sermon that we'd listened to via DVD when we were living in Stellenbosch. And it's from a pastor called Andy Stanley. And um, we, so we, we knew it was about decision making, but we couldn't remember exactly like what he'd said. And so we Googled it. We were sitting in a coffee shop. I literally remember this. This is like five years ago. And I remember it like, you cannot believe the detail I remember of this moment. So we've gone like a good few weeks now of this wrestling with this idea of just not knowing what to do. We Googled the sermon. We thought we'd have to listen to the sermon. Um, but instead, the questions popped up that he suggests people work through when they make big de- decisions. And um, for us, it wasn't the whole list of questions. There was we, we sort of read them out. And the one question that just stood out, and the question that's completely changed the way that we see decision-making or have seen since that moment was, what story do you want to tell? What story do you want to tell? And I just love this. I think this question takes me into the future. I imagine sitting with H on a beautiful veranda, looking out maybe over the sea or a beautiful garden in a comfy rocking chair at age 80 plus and reflecting back on my life, on the, the stories. I imagine the lives that have been touched um, because we let kindness lead us. I imagine the dreams that we achieved because 
we took actions when we did. I imagine the stories that we'd reflect on together of this life that we lived so well. And this is what drives me in the moment to make a decision for now. It's when I reflect on the stories that I imagine telling sitting on that veranda at age, at age 80 plus. So for us, we were obviously still in Korea. We were sitting in this coffee shop and we found that question. What story do you want to tell? So I asked H the question first. And as he started to answer, we both started crying. We literally both had tears streaming down our face. And it was as if this question had unlocked like the whole life ahead of us. For now, we'd just been thinking of, of the now and the fact that we'd had this amazing year and how could we let that go? But then what if going home would be better and building our careers? And we just literally we were so stuck in the now. And this question just completely freed us from the present moment and just took us to a different moment when we could almost look at our lives from the outside or from the future back. And it, it was just so easy. It was so easy in that moment to make up our minds. And H said to me, I, the story I'd want to tell is that we spent the most phenomenal year of our lives in early marriage um, together in Asia. And we traveled so much and we just built the coolest memories. And then we came home and we, we set up home. And we built careers and we built a family and um, and we could reflect on that on that one year that we spent abroad. And it, it I just said to him straight away, I was like, that's exactly what, what I thought. You know, that's exactly what I, that's the picture I see too. And just like that, sitting in the coffee shop, we emailed the Department of Education over there and said we won't be signing for another year. And instead we decided we'd travel for two and a half months on the way home. And then we were home for a month and then traveled again for two months um, and then set up home. And whether it was the right decision or the wrong decision, I, I'm not into, um, into regrets, but it worked so well for us to approach making that decision in that moment like that. And since then, we've done exactly the same thing. When we've bought a home, when we had our kids, um, any big decisions that we've had to make, we've said, what story do we want to tell? It's, as I say, a beautiful way of, of stepping out of the reality or the chaos in the moment right now. And and almost seeing your, yourself as if you were, you can probably hear the birds cheeping in the tree outside here, I'm in my office, um, but almost as if I suppose that, like you were sitting in a bird in a tree, just looking down at your life and reflecting on a, a life well lived and what that looked like. Um, even if you don't know the detail of that, we certainly didn't. We just knew what story we'd want to tell if we were looking from the future back rather than from the present moment forward. I really want to encourage you to those that are needing to make a big decision or maybe a few big decisions, use this question to unlock your potential future. And if the answer doesn't come immediately, um, like it did for H&R, that's okay. But ask yourself the question regardless. And then give yourselves or yourself a few days to, to just ponder over it. It's an amazing thing when we articulate things to ourselves and when we say something out loud and, and admit something, so say a question like this, um, it starts to play in our subconscious and you start to answer the question without even thinking you're answering the question until you get to a point where you can actually say, okay, I think it's time I make, I make the call. You know, what is that story? It's possible. It's possible to love your life. It's possible to become good at decision making. It's possible, possible to believe in yourself. And it's possible to love your life right now. 
Have a stunning week, my friend. This episode has ended. Thank you for listening. I hope that you enjoyed the episode. Please go onto iTunes and rate my podcast channel. I would so, so appreciate that. And then you're welcome to log on to my website, www.katelindebeer.com. And you can find all my information in terms of coaching, the courses that I run. All of that is under courses. Otherwise, check out my website and just become familiar with that space. I would love to connect with you and inspire and work with you in loving your life and loving yourself. Have a beautiful day further.